Welcome back to another episode of Breaking Into the League with Ryan Martin and... And I'm Sam Gabrielli stepping in with Ryan Martin. Ryan, what's going on on this beautiful Sunday, January 28th? Oh, you know, there's some beautiful things going on. we got some football to watch today. We've got a, you know, a great weekend that's coming to an end and uh, looking forward to a great week ahead. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, too. Uh, I think there's going to be some good football today. I, it's cool because we're going to release this podcast after the games, obviously. I'm going with Ravens, like 24 to 14, and then I'm going to wow. go – I know, and then I got. I'm gonna go Niners like 31 to like 24. Like this could be a shootout, maybe even like 27. All right, so um, I don't disagree with you. I think both of those teams will win, but who I'm rooting for, rooting for Baltimore. I'll say Baltimore pulls it out 30 to 27. So you're sure I'm for just... yeah, you're sure for Baltimore too. Yeah, of course. I'll never yeah. Take the yeah. I would get shot with a live round before I cheer for the Chiefs. <laughs> um <laughs> and and then I'm going for I'm I'm cheering for the Lions on the other side and I'm going to go ahead and say that the Lions it's going to be a you know what? I'm going to go 30 27 both games 30 27 okay wow yeah. how about that yeah. they're both identical scores yeah that's it's just going to be a weird year man <laughs> should be good yeah i'm with you on that i'm sick of the chiefs i'm sick of the taylor swift hype i'm just i'm over it man I, as long as the chiefs are not in the super bowl it's a win i'm okay with either nfc team honestly i'll yep. be happy for detroit i will i'm just a salty vikes rival division person so that's probably why i don't love detroit but gotcha. i support it like good for them right like it's cool absolutely um, no, i'm pulling for the lions because they how can you not like it's just but i'm cool because christian mccaffrey he's from here he's from colorado so i gotta oh shit love to see christian mccaffrey win a uh well then we got brock purdy iowa state so yeah that's the reason why i like yeah dude i love brock purdy ever since ever since we were working together out in the the dakotas of south (laughs) you know i followed brock ever since and i'm a fan man I remember one day at work, I was super offended because you're like, one day I always took pride in being Minnesotan and not like Iowan, right? And one day you're like, you strike me as like Iowan, man. I don't know if you said that just to like get on my nerves or if you said it like because you meant it. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to seem Iowan. Probably. I probably did it just to frustrate you. I don't remember that exact moment. But yeah, man. (laughs) That's hilarious. I definitely said that. Um, Because who is from Iowa? Like, uh, nobody, not Bolesky. He was an island. Oh, I don't, I get yeah, dude. I don't, I don't remember, but He's like, I'm just saying, like, who, who comes out, who comes out of Iowa that's ever, you know, been like, great? Nothing against Iowa, but it's like, <laughs> you know, it's like, what does it produce? Yeah, soybeans <laughs> and, and the Iowa caucus. That's about it, pretty much, man. So the Iowa yeah, caucus, the Iowa caucus, but yeah. Um, all right. So today we're going to be featuring two players as always. We're going to transition from the Iowa caucus to the, uh, NHL. So who we can cover it all here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cover it all. Who's the guy you're going to be talking about today? I have Sammy Walker forward, uh, Minnesota wild prospect. You beautiful. I have Yaroslav Askarov. 
a goalie <laughs> in the <laughs> a goalie in the Predators uh, farm system. So, <laughs> you should go first. You don't forget that pronunciation. All right, I got to do it just. That like was that. impressive. Yeah, do it again. Yaroslav Askarov. <laughs> <laughs> so, heck yeah, man! I I will get rolling here. So the Nashville Predators. Uh, Mr. Askarov, right? He was drafted by Nashville in 2020. He is a goalie, a goalie, baby. Um, currently in the minors, he's 6'3, 176. Um, he did debut for the Nashville Predators, um, and he has a win on his record. This dude, man, is, I think. An awesome goalie here, right? He's in the AHL with Milwaukee right now. Um, but he is definitely considered by many as the best goalie, goalie prospect from his draft class. Um, and he's been compared to names such as Carey Price. So, um, you know, his size being 6'3 is, uh, is perfect for him. He's super athletic and he does not give up on plays. So the big thing about him is um, he, he sees it develop and he, he gets to it and makes it happen right away. His vision is outstanding. And apparently he's, uh, you know, as good as it gets uh, as far as, as prospects are concerned. Um, he's expected to be a franchise goaltender long-term and the Predators want to make sure that uh, – they hold on to him for as long as possible. Um, I did have a couple of notes I wrote I wrote down <laughs> um, about him. And uh, his first game, let me come to it real quick. His first game, oh, he's Russian, by the way. I don't know if I mentioned that. So he's well, got I, one I, I, Yeah, I couldn't tell by the name. He sounded, he sounded uh, Mexican. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's straight, he's straight out of Mexico City. Um, <laughs> No, I'm just playing. But he does have a he does have a win against uh the Caps. <laughs> um so his his first NHL win came on December 30th against the Capitals, uh, where he did get that win. So his goals against average right now in the NHL is 1.47 because he's played, you know, in a, in a couple of games. Um and then yeah, so he's got 30 33 NHL saves, but his Honestly, his his greatness comes from just showing his time in Russia and now his time in uh, in the AHL. But uh, yeah, so internationally, man, I mean, the dude played in the juniors and was lights out. Um, he's got a twenty and eight record in the juniors um, and has wow. five total shutouts. And he has a 9.22 save percentage, and his goals against average is 2.36. So Dang. he won the world uh, under 18 best goaltender in 2019, and the world he was a uh, world under 18 media all star team in 2019. So I mean, he's just got accolades and accolades, and I think it's just a matter of time before he really makes a name for himself in the NHL. He did sign a three year entry level contract in May of 2022. And I think it's just very quickly before he becomes a household name and the Preds, Preds start to use him more regularly. So, okay, Yaroslav Askarov. 
Ryadislav Askarov. So going off of that, and clearly we covered the Iowa caucus before, briefly mentioned it. Clearly we're political. So do we bring up the Russian-Ukraine conflict on this podcast? You bring up uh, what you want because my lack of knowledge is now uh, – yeah, absolutely. I did know a lady whose family – I used to work with a lady whose family actually had to leave uh, Ukraine wow. and live in a different country temporarily and they've just been there now for a while crazy man because kiev they lived in kiev and i guess her brother's pissed that he had to leave and he's like i'm going back i'm going back and she's like you're not going back and he's like i'm going back and i guess she ended she's just like supporting him uh paying for his his living completely paying for his living in a different country so so he doesn't go back she said if he doesn't go back she'll She'll pay for his rent and food and all this other stuff. And I'm just like, dang, I wish I had that kind of money. Wow. No, that'd be nice. <laughs> so what did you want to say about <laughs> it? Oh, no, I, I mean, I, I, but like 95% of people support Ukraine, right? Like, obviously. But like, my thing is, the only little issue I have with all of it, Ryan, is when it comes to sports and athletes. And I went on a tangent about this in front of other people the other day. I It drives me nuts. Tennis players, hockey players, Russians in any sport. When the media asks these players what they think of it, it drives me nuts because I don't think people understand that like it's not a democracy over there. If you talk crap about Putin, bro, their their family out there might never get heard from again. So stop like the media needs to stop asking questions about how Russians feel about it. I guarantee you most of them probably either don't care or don't support it. Maybe there's a few that I don't know, but I'm just saying don't put them in that like unfortunate, you know, that weird. Yeah. Like, what are they supposed to say? Like, of course they don't like war. Nobody likes war. So oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah. One last thing I wanted to say about Yadislav here is yeah, yeah. Uh, the Preds are in the wild card conversation, um, but they're just kind of like five hundred. And I think if if they're really making a push, I'm not sure he'll really get much of a look long term um but honestly if they start to falter i don't know why they wouldn't give him a look i think he's currently i think honestly he'd give him a better chance currently than their current backup would um and maybe even their starter so uh curious just to see how the rest of this year plays out because we know i mean the predators are not a bad team they've got quite a roster and they're probably better as far as their roster is concerned is probably better than what their record shows um mm-hmm. so they do have a very think, good roster dude yeah so i'm sitting here thinking like if they had just a hair better in one department um they could probably make a real good push in the second half of the, the second half of the season after the all-star break and maybe the goalie position is where they, you know, kind of shake things up. So, Yaroslav. Yeah, yeah, Yaroslav. I wonder mm-hmm. if he knows Valtteri Nishushkin. I don't know. Nishushkin needs to get his head out of his you-know-what. Oh, man. You need him. Okay, not to shift the conversation here, but uh, I told you I was going to bring it up. So, I have to bring it up. So just want to, uh, I know he's coming from the Islanders, but he's oh! long, I know he's a long time Minnesota Wild. Oh! He's a 
hate this dude. Used to hate him. Used to hate him when he was with the Wild. But Zach Parise is now on the abs. Don't know where he's going to fit in. Um, I'm kind of happy that he's here just because, like, I know he's a good player. He's older. He wants to win a cup, and I think the abs give him a good chance to possibly win that cup, baby. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's it's it's good for him. Pretty cool seeing that. The Avs are winners. They know how to win. Hopefully they're able to get him one here pretty soon. But the only reason I'm like kind of like weird about it is because he uh like we're still paying his contracts on that like 13 year whatever deal. So it's really weird like thinking we're paying Zach Parise to play for the Avs and like dominate. Like it's weird. Heck yeah. But, yeah. I'm curious to see I'm curious to see where he's gonna um what line they're going to throw him on, or if he's just going to be more of a, I don't know. I don't know where they, I don't know where he's going to fit in. I think that's the biggest, the biggest uh, question mark. I'm just excited to hear your, your play by play at altitude go, and, you know, Nathan McKinnon! and then he's like, yeah. assisted by Zach Parise with what an assist. Dude, if, if Parise and McKinnon are on the same line, That'd be wild, dude. Be wild. Well, maybe even maybe maybe if uh, Parise is on like the fourth line and they switch out, you know, and then you know they're trying to switch to the first line and McKinnon comes out and uh, you know they're on the ice at the same time together and just happens to dog. Did you see that? Like Nate had a big game like the the other night and like there were women that were throwing thongs on the ice and stuff. Yeah, so they got rid of the (laughs) the, he got the hat trick, got the hat trick, so everyone threw their their hats out. And then, uh, then he ended up getting his fourth goal, and they're like, "We gotta throw something else." Yeah. Wrong, baby, wrong man. Yeah, that's what he calls a panty dropper. Exactly. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> All right. That's amazing. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Anyway, we're gonna move on. Uh, my guy this week is Sammy Walker. He's a uh, Minnesota Wild prospect. He's played in the league a little bit too. Um, drafted. He's actually a Minnesota kid too. Um, drafted back, I believe, in the 2021 draft. Let me pull it up here just to double check. Um, 200th overall back in 2017, actually. So he was actually drafted by the Lightning. But the Wild did acquire him in a trade um, back in that 2017 draft. He uh, he actually racked up 167 points in high school, which, woo-wee, that's Man, he was uh he was a rock star for the the Edina Hornets back in the day in high school. He actually played for the Gophers, um, you know, played a full three year tenure there. He was the first three year captain in school history, so he's got some good he's got some a good head on those shoulders. He's a little shorter, five ten. He's a center, so he's a forward, and um, you know, obviously fits the mold when it comes to a smaller player being at forward, but um, like I mentioned, he was drafted by the Lightning, didn't play for the Lightning at all. It's been strictly with the Wild. Um, after college, he actually played at the Iowa Wild straight out of that, uh, put 56 games for the Iowa Wild in Des Moines, put up 48 points, which is almost a point-per-game player. He actually put in 23 penalty minutes in that season, so clearly he likes to be a little bit rough on the ice too. And then last season, he actually played nine games with the Minnesota Wild, had one goal, one assist, two points, obviously. And uh, the funny thing is, I told Ryan about this. I had to refresh myself on that goal from last year. <laughs> and uh, it was an empty net goal. So, hey, if it's hey. if it's there in front of you and you got the chance, why not, right? Absolutely. And where is he from? Edina, Minnesota. Every day I need attention, Ryan. Edina. 
Is that how every, you say it? Every day I need attention. Edina. Yeah. Oh. E E D I N A. Yeah. That's funny because I was sitting here. I was sitting here like, uh, how do you say? Is it Edna? Is Edna. It yeah. Edna. Nah. Edna, Minnesota. Edina, bro. Dude, funny. they're they're known for like, um, they're known for being just the hockey powerhouse of Minnesota. Um, they're kind of like the cake eaters. Like everybody can't stand them because it's it's a nice city, nice suburb. Uh, everybody gets salty, but my thing's like, you know what? Like, they're cake eaters, but you gotta admire how good they are. They always kick butt. Um, yeah. So yeah, he's uh, it's like I said, he hasn't played a lot with um the Wilds. He kind of had a chance earlier this year to kind of break into the league and and get up there a little bit permanently. Um, I believe he was recalled in early early January of this year, like right after the New Year. And he only stayed up for like two or three games and then got brought back down to Iowa again. He, um, like the Wild were very injury prone earlier this year in 2024. I mean, like Gus was out, Spurgeon was out, he's out for the rest of the year now. Kirill was out, Zuccarello was out, like the list just went on. And so he was recalled up to Minnesota and then the Wild did reassign him back to Des Moines after like four games. And it doesn't really sound like he played up to the level that the Wild wanted him to. So that's kind of a bummer, but um, I'm reading too that there's a couple of other younger prospects that the Wild could be also bringing up more often that maybe have a little bit more of a spark plug to them and like can bring a little bit more to the team. But um, I kind of like what I see from Sammy Walker. I mean, like I said, he's 24, so he's like kind of on the verge of like, you know, man, like you got to make a move at some point or else you're going to be an AHL player like for a long time. But because uh, at 24, Ryan – your shelf life's kind of it's gotta go a yeah. little bit. I mean, I'm 29. I got no room to talk, but I'm just saying, like, when you're in the NHL or a pro athlete, and you you get out of like your upper 20s ish, low 30s, yeah. Unless if you're established, it can be kind of tough. No, I definitely agree. And one more note, really quickly, is um, Edina, right? Guess who else is out of Edina? I mean, Marty Fish, like the pro, like tennis player slash golfer. He's from Edina. Um, there, there, there is a bunch. I looked up a list. They're all oh, sure. fun, but I'm thinking of one specific person. He's a hockey player. Oh, he's a hockey player. I was going to say Vince Vaughn because I'm pretty sure Vince Vaughn's from Edina too. There's a list, dude. I'm just like, jeez. But this one person I'm thinking of. Where, where do they play? Are they still in the league? Yeah. Hmm. Have we covered them before? We covered them about two minutes ago. Hold on. Wait, Parise? Yeah. <laughs> he's from, I didn't know that. I thought he's a good yeah, Tonka I didn't guy. I didn't That's crazy. Either. Dude, if you want to be like, if you want to, if you want to be something in this world, you got to be born in Edina, man. This list is nuts. John Denver, R.A. Dickey, Zach Parise, freaking Paige Buker. Like, this list is long, dude. Wait, John Denver's from Edina? Dude, this list, Greg Olson, this list is so freaking long. Kirby Puckett. Like, you say I've Greg never, Olson? Yeah, Greg Olson. Dude, I've never, ever heard of this place. And there, it's like a breeding ground for just, like, success. Yeah. Um. What? Like the tight end of the American sports guy? Uh, no, Greg, oh, oh. I thought so. I thought so. He was, a, he was a former Twins and Braves player. Okay, cool. Um, okay, so I thought it was the hey. same Greg Olson that you thought. 
He kind of has a Greg Olson, <laughs> the football player. He kind of has a look to him like he'd be like a like a normal bland like blonde hair straight white Minnesota kid. You know what I mean? Yeah, like he, I wouldn't have been surprised by that. Yeah, that's crazy. George Michael, Carl Mecklenburg. Dude, this is Edina, man. I'm about to move up to Edina, have a kid, and then just leave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dude, the list out of Edina. Sorry, this just like blew my mind when I pulled it up. But uh, wild, bro. Yeah, man. So uh, back to back to your guy here. I think um, yeah, you know, it's kind of he's definitely not gonna be the type of guy who like stands in front of a net and and causes traffic, but uh. Like you said, man, 24, you got you got to make your push now. Otherwise, you're going to be AHL or you're going to be in finance or something. What I um, kind of see out of him, Brian, like, I mean, I'm not an expert expert on him. Like, we try our best with this podcast. I don't watch the eye wild that often. But what I'm kind of gathering out of him is that he's more of a two-dimensional player. He's not a 3D guy like, like Nathan McKinnon or just like, you know, like he's not an outstanding forward. He – He's got a good head on his shoulders. He was captain for three years at University of Minnesota. Like, obviously, he's a good leader in the locker room, and, like, he's a hell of a player. But he just doesn't have, like, maybe the tools to succeed at that next level in the NHL, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it definitely makes sense. And just yeah. a quick note to piggyback off the age thing. Yaroslav is only 21 years old, so he still has plenty of time to – to make his way up to the NHL full time and and uh, and um, make a name for himself. So, at a Sammy Walker or Yaroslav, I don't know how you feel about starting a. Uh, if you were to start your own franchise, how would you feel about starting it with a young, essentially AHL goaltender? Oh, I'd be about it. I would rather go with Yaroslav than Sammy Walker. That's just yeah, me, though. I, no, I'm with you. I agree. Goaltending is such a vital position, and it seems like he's proven a little bit more than Sammy Walker. So, um, yeah, the leadership aspect of Sammy Walker might be beneficial. And Yaroslav, I, dude, I I am pro goalie. Like, I yeah, you so love pro- goalies, man. You love goalies. I, I love I love goalies, and I love and I love D men who are just. I don't know. I don't necessarily love D men who are out just to just to inflict pain but i definitely love b-men who do inflict pain like i love kale mccarr like don't get me wrong by far the best defenseman in the nhl and i don't even think it's close but like he's basically a forward and i'm okay with that no you're not you always like the like the the standard like old school defenseman you love love the old school defenseman and you know what like so (laughs) And, and you know this based off of us just knowing each other, but like the re- like I couldn't stand Tyson Berry when he was on the abs. <laughs> and um, but here's the difference, dude. Tyson Berry, in my opinion, wasn't that good of an offenseman, offensive defenseman. So he would jump up in the plane. It's like, dude, what are you doing? Like, just stay back. <laughs> I, I, he would just he would just frustrate me. And I I know I'm I'm one of the very few who would get frustrated by him. Um. Because he's not like he's a bad player. It's just like know your role. Right. You know? Right. You're you're like you're not obviously before before McCarr got there, you're not Kale McCarr. You you don't have that skill set. You're you're all you know, you're just know your role, I guess. Um, but yeah. at the same time I also don't like um 
oh, what's that dude's name? He's Jesus. He knocked freaking Steve Moore, ruined his career. Who's his name? Oh, Todd Bertuzzi. Yeah, that guy's yeah. I don't. I don't like Todd Bertuzzi. No, you gotta have that equal balance of like, you're a heck of a defenseman, but uh, but don't but don't sit here and try to be an offenseman unless you are elite level scorer and you play with defense. So right, right, right. There's huh. that. So good point, Ryan. You you got some good insight, but uh, yeah, I would go with I would go with Yaroslav. Yaroslav, I'm actually, dude, I'm kind of eager to see him uh, get traded to the abs. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I want to give a quick shout-out, though. Something we've had on our podcast, well, it's it's been an erased podcast, unfortunately, because we went kind of AWOL here, Ryan. But um, before that AWOL stuff happened, I just want to say Wyatt Newpower of the Grand Rapids Griffins has now broken into the league officially. We actually got a report yesterday from the Detroit Red Wings on uh, January 26th. 27th of 2024 that they um, recalled him just to, as a kind of like an emergency, like backup guy. Like I, I don't even think I, I sent him a message says congrats. And he was like, thanks. I'm probably not going to be playing. They they're probably just going to have me like suit up when, you know, just kind of be in the press box. But Hey, I mean, more of an emergency. If somebody really got injured or something, he would have stepped in, but heck yeah. Shout out to Wyatt Newpower. It's tough to break into that league, bro. It's tough. Dude, I mean, that's that's farther than what? I mean, I don't know what the percentage would be, but what, 99% of players do? I mean, that's that's an accomplishment. And I mean, to downplay it and say, oh, I'm not going to be, I'm probably not going to be playing. Dude, so what, man? You get to, you're basically getting paid to watch hockey. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. You get to tie your skates with Nathan McKinnon in the room, all right? You get to listen to jokes thrown around by Gorgiev and Makar, you know? Yeah, you hate Gorgiev. I don't want to get started on that. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see him give up two or three goals in the All-Star game. <laughs> he won't. He had a good game the other day, but. Yeah. <sighs> but anyway. you, and the, you guys in the Jets, man, you guys are rolling in the Central, man. The, star, the Stars are going to start tumbling at some point. I'm I'm sick and tired of the stars, dude. You know what, man? I'm, I I I keep track of these standings all the time, dude. I was honestly when they played the Kings the other day, I was I'm not gonna lie, dude. I was worried until they started pouring it on. But here's the thing, man: is um, the Kings they can I mean, they're not obviously. I don't wouldn't say they're they're cup contenders, but they are just like. They're they're really struggling right now, big time. I know they're struggling, um, but for some reason, dude, that team just frustrates me so much. And then, and then the abs happen and, and beat the life out of them. And I was like, okay, I was worried for nothing. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to this long gap between games, though. No, I know, I know. Last night was like the last stretch for a little bit of like. Mm -hmm. Just a bunch of hockey games. Aren't there some today? I feel like there's some yeah. today. Like two yeah, there or are something. Some, yeah, there are some today. The, there's one going on actually as we record. It's the Kings and the Blues. Okay. And the Kings the have been interesting this year. Yeah, but they've sucked for like the past like month. They have. Yeah, they really they've have. Terrible. For well, the dude, past think of that. Of think of that division, man. I mean, what the Knights won it last year. I mean, they're amazing still. Like they've been kind of falling apart lately, but they're still the Knights, dude. 
And then Kings obviously have this huge potential. Um, the Canucks are like on a tear this year, dude. Yep. Um, hey, 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 hey. I like that that's their goal song. It's like an old <laughs> 70s or 80s song. It's that Don't You Forget About Me. It's like kind of lit when the stadium's like loud as hell. Like it's it's kind of a lit song. Um, Fracken are like chilling again. That Joey Decord guy, that goaltender, he's got a cool story. He's, I mean, we can't really feature him because he's already broken in the league. But like, yeah, he was an Arizona, course, Arizona State goalie dude. And then of course in that division you have you have uh, Connor Connor McDavid and the Connor, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That I just forgot. Yeah, the freaking Oilers dude. Like that's like five teams right there that are like that are um I don't know how to describe it like electric um yeah and it's weird to see the Coyotes not in the Pacific right now the Coyotes are in the Central but they're hanging on too the Coyotes are looking pretty good so there's a lot of Western teams I'm looking right now I'm just looking at these standings because I wanted to see honestly dude the Pacific is six of the eight teams. I mean, even all the way down to the Flames. Not that the Flames are, like, incredible, but, like, if they make a real push, I don't know if they can really make the playoffs, but they can cause some fits for people. It's arguable, yeah. Yeah, because the Sharks and the Ducks are the only teams that are just total toilets in the Pacific. They're terrible. But, yeah, the rest of it's super good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the Flames are... Flames are not terrible, but they're they're definitely not as bad as the Ducks and the Sharks. That's for sure. Yeah, um, yeah, man. It's just so fun to see, like, as far as the points are concerned, the Pacific is pretty freaking tight, man. And then, um, I mean, the Blackhawks up in the Central suck. Outside of the that, even the Central, man, you have the Avs, the Stars, the Jets. After those three, it kind of drops off, but you still have the Predators and the Blues and the, the I guess the the coyotes and then the wild <laughs> the wild but yeah it's fun it's, it's always fun just to see the standings in it every you know every week it's like it's just like a revolving door like, oh these guys are there these guys aren't there these yeah guys. and you're just like wow dude dude the pacific i think it's i think it's easy to say the pacific's the best division in hockey right now it's insane yeah yeah i would i would agree let me look over here. i mean the central's pretty top heavy um, in my opinion, I mean the wild. Let's yeah. be let's be honest. The wild are pretty trash. They should start selling. They, I mean, they lost to the Ducks at home last night, dude. You, if you don't have any chance in the playoffs, you can't lose to the freaking Ducks last game before the All Star break at home. Okay. I agree. That's very, very true. Yeah, I think as I'm looking at it, you're right. I mean, yeah, man, the the Pacific is definitely. That's that's a bloodbath, man. Yeah, that's good, that's good for the team. The other teams are going to make the playoffs because those teams are just going to beat each other up all regular season. Go ahead. They are. I just thought of an idea for the last three twenty-five of this of this episode here, Ryan. Because once again, we're poor and can't afford upgrade Zoom stuff. Uh, maybe we should just start our own platform with a podcast. Maybe what you know, subscribe. Everybody, subscribe. We'll get the likes going. We'll get more publicity. Then we'll become a little more. Um, technologically advanced with the podcast, I guess I could say. But I, for the last three minutes, Ryan, let's talk about top three teams in the Pacific to end the season. I think it'll be I think it'll be Oilers, Canucks, 
Oilers, Canucks, and Knights. You? Canucks? I agree. And I think I the agree. I think the Kraken get a wild card. And yeah. I think how many points do the Kings have? What's how many 53. more points? Fifty three and the Kraken have fifty. I think the Kings are gonna Ooh. fall apart. I think Kings are gonna fall apart, dude. They might dude. Or they might get a last second wild card. It's either Kraken and the Kings get the two wild cards, or it's just the Kraken dude. Because they're looking better, dude. Well, um, we got to think about the other divisions because right now, true in the West, you have one, two, three is Avs, Stars, Jets in right. the Central. One, two, three in the Pacific is the Canucks, Knights, and Oilers. And two wild cards right now are the Kings and the Preds. Right. So, uh, realistically, sitting on the outside looking in right now, you have the Blues, the Kraken, the Coyotes, the Flames. The wild, and that's about it. Those are the There's so much work. depth in the West, dude. I don't know what's going to happen, but clearly we're biased. We're just talking about the Western Conference. What if the Wild make a push? Dude, I mean, they six points out of a out of a wild. Yeah, game. they're only six, but the thing is, is like they're losing to teams they need to beat, dude. Like it's not a good look right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. I do There's do. rumors going around left and right about trading players and stuff. It's it's interesting. They showed some promise. They won like five of six games like a week ago, and they were like back at it. And then they've just been laying an egg lately. It's like you can't lose the Ducks at home. And then who did they play a few nights ago? I feel like it was that. Oh, they lost to the Preds. They're up one zip in a like must win game against the Preds, and they they blew it. They blew it. By the um, way, we got a minute left, so we'll have to kind of wrap cool. her up here pretty soon. Cool. All right. Well, uh, we have one minute left to record. So let's go ahead and say thank you, everybody, for listening. We appreciate you. There's more of this to come. Um, and if you want any player suggestions, just reach out yeah. to us. Toss them over to us. We're not going to toss our number out there on the platform. But, you know, there's ways to reach yeah. out to us. So we'll get this thing rolling. Thank yeah. you very much, y'all. All right. Thanks, guys.